Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. So we're here. It's a special episode of Techie Speak. So it's my tech podcast. And I'm here with a special guest since uh, we've been here online for the past two years. Only just this year, we're going out like crazy. Like everyone's out and about for Christmas and everything. So uh, I want to get the vibes of what it's like in the new normal, especially from a cybersecurity standpoint. So, I have a special guest on this episode. Uh, she's the Director of Global Threat Response of Trend Micro. She's Alma Alvarez. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me back, Julian. It's always nice to talk to you about cyber stuff. Yeah, uh, in case you're lost as to why I said she said again. I had her on my old podcast. Uh it actually ended this year. I had to end it for personal reasons. So yeah, I'm. I invited her back on my tech podcast. Only makes sense. It's a tech podcast. So. Uh, lately it's been crazy. It's like, uh, everything's slowly going back to normal. At the same time, we have this online world that's already expanded thanks to the pandemic. So, what are your thoughts on where we are now in terms of, you know, cybersecurity, being online while still Mm. facing this outside world again? Yeah, well, definitely it has become more complex than pre-pandemic. Because, pandemic really changed the way we do things. Um, as I read up somewhere, cybersecurity is what we call now the collateral damage of this pandemic. It's getting really more complicated the way we do things. We're more digitally connected now. Uh, before, uh, we used to carry a lot of cash, but now we're almost cashless, right? Yeah. Even, even um, Gcash has become a parabang word na talaga na, oh, Gcash mo na lang. So all of this... Um, all of this pandemic experience, because we don't want to touch anything, it brought a lot about, uh, it brought a lot of um, heavy digital practices. And then we carry that post-pandemic. We still have pandemic, but it's, I I would say post, because um, I feel like it's getting really, um, people are going back to the pre-pandemic ways really fast. But of course, they carried with them the pandemic ways of doing things like using e-wallet. And uh, I would say people I would say people are still very much online. Um, there's one discussion I just had this morning uh, when we had a decode roundup discussion. It was brought out, um, somebody uh, brought out the data that 70% of the people in the Philippines are now online, especially after pandemic. Yeah, it's. I think it's, it's right to say that we're pretty much, uh, Im- immersed in this digital world already. Unlike, unlike pre-pandemic, it's like, okay, we still have this internet. And it's mostly social media, but what else is, yeah. what else are yeah. are we doing in terms of being, digitally aware? And I think, now we're pretty much 
in it. <laughs> and in the middle I, of it, yeah. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't see it stopping now, especially when uh we're we're so used to so many conveniences brought about by all these digital stuff like e wallets or let's say yeah. online shopping. I mean we've had online shopping before but it's different now. It's like everyone's True, buying. Yeah. 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 And people are getting used to looking at stuff that they buy online, the photos. But before, you wouldn't think about it. Like, I wouldn't even buy uh, a piece of clothing without trying it on. But now, I just, I'll like it and I'll buy it. And I'll just return if, if it's really not fit or something. Yeah. So, I wanted to know if there were any complications. Like, what's what is a specific complication brought about by being in the new normal now compared to before? Um, complication, I would say, because uh, we're heavily digital. So, well, for one, I just recently experienced when I've been going back to the office most of the time and then we're having face-to-face meetings. But then again, um, some people are still online, so it's what we call hybrid. Um, I observe that people tend to multitask with the new setup because they'll just mute their microphones turn off their cameras and they can do other things while attending to digital meetings um and some uh, sometimes um in the work from well we call it work from anywhere practice because you can just go to a coffee shop and work right then you're going to a meeting and suddenly you need to connect hurriedly some people they do connect to unsecure wi-fi because they're in a hurry so there's really a lot of risk if you're doing everything that's not um, streamlined, like connecting hurriedly to the Wi-Fi or multitasking while um, being digitally connected. But of course, there's also a positive side to it. Um, I've noticed that um, the platforms that we heavily use during meetings or the platforms that we learn to use during pandemic, like uh, we have what you call um, a lot of collaboration platforms. Uh, you know, when we go to the office, uh, face-to-face meetings, we use post-its. But now we have a digital version of that. Those kinds of platforms that help us collabor- collaborate online, they also did a lot of improvements in terms of security. So using them has become more secure. So I think that one is positive. But of course, um, given that and given the new tools, I think the threat actors are, are also getting more creative. So they can think of a lot of ways to, to attack this kind of platforms and really disrupt the way we do things. Yeah, like I think I got scammed before, <laughs> like oh, during the, the past two yeah. years. But it wasn't like the thing is with how creative they are. They're so creative to the point yeah. that you won't really notice it at all. Especially they when you have it technical, the right? they they just no. they just have, they're just like because. I think at the end of the day, for example, with scams, it's a, it's more of a people thing than a it technical it's, thing. It's human psychology, mm. really. So, it's um, what we call human intelligence. They study your behavior. They don't really have to be heavy technical. Na. They have to program stuff. They just have to study your online behavior. What do you post? What do you expose yeah. online? Uh, okay, you will post, I'm in Europe for two weeks. I'm having fun. So who's at the house? So, diba? the 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 criminals will already know no one's in the house or the, the no one's really guarding it so they'll go inside yung mga ganon. so you ha- really have to be careful with what you share online yeah and people and I, get... I call that online boodle boodle 
Di ba dati sa phone lang yan, tatawag, and then um, yeah. sort of i- i- ano yung mga tao sa bahay na may nangyari mm-hmm. sa'yo, but now it's, it's purely online. Yeah. I'm glad the word budo means differently in a way. Like, it's not it's not just associated with scams at this point. It's like an online shopping term now. Correct, correct. Yeah. Like, somebody asks you to buy something you don't really want, then yeah. Yeah, don't term it budol. <laughs> yeah. Then you just, they convince you, it's like, oh, it's, it's really, it's really weird that, uh, that that's happening now. Like, I'm, honestly, for me, like, I, uh, when it comes to, let's say, gadgets, I pretty much uh, shop online now. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. When I go to a store, it's just to confirm something yeah, more than yeah. I'll buy the from the store. Another way. Yeah. yeah. So, and, um, it's, for me, it's more convenient. But yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of risks because both your your bank information, your... Uh, and then so that the banks can really verify that it's you, you give them more information. Mm-hmm. What if there's an interception of traffic along the way, right? So... Yeah, we were we are really vulnerable, so we really have to be um, number one cautious of what we post online. Second, what we share online, uh, the personal information that we share, and validate if the the receiving end really needs it. That's why, like when I, for me personal practice, I don't, uh, I don't post like specific areas. Like it's usually general. Like for example, I'm here in the house. But I don't post the address of my house. I just post Cebu City. And yeah. it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, these attackers are very, you know, they're very... They're very creative. They, they're very creative. And they're really... Uh, in, they will really investigate you. Like if you post a picture and uh, they will really study the picture, what's in the background. So they will know where you yeah. are exactly at. And there are also tools that they use. They can just purchase it online. Uh, they can use a tool to to give a geolocation of your photo. So, talagang, ano, they're, if they're resourceful, they're creative, they're really gonna get you. And I like when you said earlier, uh, without hesitation, na, na scam ako. Because it's important for us to to recognize or tell people about our experience. Because if we hide it, then more, more and more people will be victimized. Yeah. But if we share our experience, then it's a lesson learned, not just for you, but for everybody else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, I think at one point in our lives we get scammed, but it's not like, uh, it's consequential yeah. in a way. There are some yeah. scams where they're really consequential because it costs you like money, or time. It's usually yeah. money. It's a scam. It's usually money. Mm. That's but, true. Yeah, it's like you really have to share stuff like that. Like it's it's kind of like. It's kind of like sharing your ano uh how do I say this? It's like sharing your failures in a way. <laughs> like how yeah, will people yeah. learn how will people learn from the failures or like learn from your failures if you know if you don't share it. And don't like, be ashamed about it cuz e- even the even the most technical people they get attacked or scammed. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's really human behavior. It's not what you know. Yeah. It's like, I know the most, like, people who are way more technical than I am, in in a sense. But then yeah. also still get, yeah. get yeah. scammed. Like, 
I'm 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 even surprised that online uh, e-commerce retailers, I'm not gonna name names because not like that. Uh, still allow like uh, shady sellers, like when they send stuff and they uh, they, they put up they yeah. put stuff up on the okay. online shop and then what you get That's is like a rock or a brick yeah. or whatever random object <laughs> they just found in the street. So it's it's just yeah. so weird that until now they're the platforms aren't able to do that yeah, yet. Does it better than that? <laughs> yeah, they could, but I don't know. It's either negligible for them, siguro, yeah. that yeah. it's not, uh, it won't cost them, but I just hope, <laughs> I just hope it won't come to bite them in the end because it's really difficult for them to, I know. You'll never know. Yeah, it's it's hard to gain back trust. Once it's lost, so it's... yeah, you earn it, yeah. and then difficult to get it back. Yeah. Good luck, it. good luck, Twitter. Good luck, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna get there because that's not the topic. It's the whole separate thing. So yeah, we're seeing future technologies, and it's not just e-commerce anymore. We're we have mm. we're seeing stuff like AR, VR, this mixed reality stuff, the metaverse. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like that word. It sounds so it it's sounds so like a scam. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds mm-hmm. like a scam in a way cuz it's like mm-hmm. it's like uh telling you a promise of something that may or may not happen. Which is well, weird. Well, they have to, yeah. They, yeah. they they have to find uh they have to think of something catchy, that's why. Yeah. Like games fine, but that's what video games are. It immerses you I know in a different world it, uh-huh. you don't have to wear a giant headset on your head so things like that so how will that complicate cybersecurity even further because i think it will based on like giant headsets yeah uh, well personally i haven't tried it uh my niece uh, was tr- making me try one but i refuse i feel like it's going to trigger my vertigo but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um well, it's it's very interesting technology, and you're right. I think that is where the future is headed. But because I'm not very interested in it, I'm not immersing on it. So to be honest, um, I I haven't done an in-depth reading about um, AR or VR. But um, that is where the technology is headed. So I think pretty much soon I would have to do my own research about it. But in terms of work, I haven't been... Um, well, I'm, I'm not sure if... Um, that I will say lucky or whatever, but I don't have any assignments around it yet. But I've said earlier, maybe that's the next big thing, so I have to dive into it. Yeah. But but anyway, um, with with new technologies like this, um, new threats always gets introduced. So it is again for sure something that we should prepare for. So that's why I said maybe in the near future, I you can ask me again, and I will have some answers yeah. for you. Maybe we have to do it, it next year. Very much involved. <laughs> You'd have to do this next year in person. So, <laughs> crossing, crossing fingers. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Yeah, because in in my view, I think some. I think what I it, if this doesn't grow, uh, to become like a thing that ev- like most people will use. Although I'm still doubting that. Say, in saying that, I'm still doubting myself if that even happens, because mm-hmm. I don't really see uh. I don't really see a mainstream use for it besides video games because 
it's always video games. It's always like exercise games or it's like immersion games. Yeah, yeah. It's usually games for me because like, I, I keep hearing that you will use it for work, but then, like, do you really want to wear something on your head? I heard for... that uh, we, we have a group who evaluated it for meetings. Mm-hmm. They got this um, VR glasses, yeah. but I think it did not work out, so they stopped. Yeah, because it's, it's hard to see a use case that will be good enough to sustain mm-hmm. itself, like the industry. So it's, it's basically games keeping that technology alive at this point. Not not anything else, not like work stuff, meeting stuff. I really don't see it because yeah. uh, until such a time, like maybe if it gets more realistic. But then like it comes from this philosophical aspect of do I really want to, I uh, know, how do I say this? Uh detach myself from the real world like will this be a will this virtual world essentially be another reality for me see so many so deep (laughs) (laughs) it's just i don't see it yet i don't know what that dude who basically renamed his company after that idea i'm not sure if i don't know what he said but (laughs) he thinks it's big so there must be something he saw There must be something. We don't know, because maybe only he knows for now. And yeah, nah, like I'm, I always think about stuff like AR and VR and cybersecurity, and it will reach a point where our brains can get hacked and we can be controlled by these hackers and something <laughs> like that. Because we never know. <laughs> we really never know if it happens. Because if we can get immersed and somehow we can put our consciousness in the digital world then who knows what will happen but uh, i don't know if i want to live at that lifetime <laughs> let's see that's de- definitely something i don't want to think about <laughs> yeah like i said i'm not sure if the technology will be viable as the mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. big thing just yet because i i don't think we we've found that big use case for it like when the phone yeah when the phone came out it was like mm, apps that you know you can get a car or deliver food or stuff like that there were so many things that popped up all because of the phone that can connect to the internet phones were usually just stationary and you just pick it up at one point and then you have to dial numbers which I don't know why we still. Maybe it's the human thing that we kept though that 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 paradigm. Even though we have like phones with touch screens that we can, we're still dialing numbers for some reason. Some I think behavior. Yeah, it's more Not of a behavior thing. Because yeah. in in messaging apps, you can just message stuff. Mm-hmm. You can just search for a name and there. So yeah. I have some lightning round questions. It's it's not it's yeah, not anything great. serious. It's it's just fun. And it's just like two yeah, I like fun. Yeah, it's just like two random like choices. It's not that random, it's tech related. Like it it's uh when I think about these lightning round questions, they're mostly trivial and don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, you know, Mac or PC. <laughs> 
um nahirapan ako doon eh. I would say PC because I've been a Windows user for the longest time but now I'm using Mac. So, can you feel the struggle? Guess what? <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Yeah, I think me too. Uh, like, it's my goal to get used to it. Yeah. Every, all, all my other gadgets are Apple, so. But, you know, uh, especially in my work, I use Windows too. So, it's not like I'm escaping the Windows forever. But, yeah. <laughs> Been there. Like, especially in the Philippines where we're so used to Microsoft yeah. stuff, so I get it. Um, iOS or Android? <laughs> Ooh, iOS. I'm blessed because I'm got iOS. You already, I think you alluded to it already. You have Apple products. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. But having said that, similar to my Mac experience, I also have another phone which is Android that I try to use sometimes, just so that I get used to something different. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Me too. <laughs> and only because only because I'm a tech reviewer and I have to. Yeah, you have to. You have to. I have to get used to it. And it's not like I get used to it. I actually like and I, I appreciate what it has, but it doesn't. I love both of them, but I prefer using one over the other, and it's usually mm-hmm. an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what what's next? Netflix or Disney Plus since Disney Plus just came out. Oh, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the thing with Disney Plus is it's a Disney thing. So if you're not a fan of Disney and like all the stuff they offer then Yeah, very limited. It's it's, it's very limited. limited. But to be I'm fair, like... in the Philippines they have different content. Like there's mm-hmm. there's this star content and then they have like Korean stuff. They have shows that I did not yeah, expect to be then. Yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. There's even wrestling in there. Like for, wow, this is random. Why is it there? <laughs> so it's stuff like that. Yeah. So I think for now Netflix is still safe now, but we'll we'll see what what we'll see what they do because you know it's Disney. Cannot deny like if you have if you have children. You, you yeah. probably would lean towards Disney Plus. And it's, for now, cheaper. But we'll see since they're all getting more expensive. Everything's expensive now. Yeah. Food. <laughs> Apple products are getting more expensive. Uh, yeah, grabe, no? Yeah. It's only because, it's only because of, I uh, know, the, the dollar getting stronger again. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why. So, I guess this is it. Thank you so much, Miss Alma, for being Thank this you. Episode. Thank you again. Yep. Yeah. Oh, before we end, we'd like to promote something. I think we have to promote oh, something. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's next week. So, yeah, yeah, it's this coming Monday. Um, Monday and Tuesday is actually the two-day uh, virtual decode conference. It's a security yeah. conference open to all IT professionals out there. We also have student tracks and we have... Um, Girl, get it, girl, because we're trying to promote um, women in cybersecurity. Yes. So we have those two sidetracks. And actually, today ongoing is a security roundup. So it's a face to face. First time after the pandemic, we did a smaller group face to face session, invited a um, few participants and some yeah. panelists from. Um, I think um, I got a text. <laughs> you did, you did, yeah. Did. We got some panelists from GCash, from Ernst Young, SGV. And then our very own threat researcher, Ryan Flores. So we had a really good conversation this morning, a panel discussion. And we intend to carry 
Philippines. And right now, as we speak, it's ongoing. It's a hands-on lab on incident response. Nice. So yeah. there's stuff going on now, and yeah, yeah. And after our, I'm headed back there for the capture the flag challenge. So it's a mini competition of okay. finding the threats and how are you going to defend it. Yeah. I wish it was that easy to find threats, but you know, sometimes they're just there hiding in plain sight. They won't. They don't want to be seen, but they're there. <laughs> Almost always, you don't want to be seen. Yeah, but I mean, depends on who, who you are. Maybe you want to be seen. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Alma, again for being in this Thank episode. You, I really appreciate it. And guys, until the next one. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast. You can follow at utterly techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out utterlytechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. See you next week!